Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 well. It surely does not matter who the host is. You are listening to the Rated R Safety Show for sure. How are you doing today? Hopefully you're doing fantastic. Anyways, today is Wednesday, May the 27th of 2020. Only 148 days into the year and only 218 left to go. Well, that's a good thing, I think. Anyways, how are you doing? It's been a little over 23 hours since we last spoke, so hopefully you're having a grandioso time. Hopefully you're doing something out of the ordinary. Hopefully you're able to do something fantastic today. Big news going on here in Orlando today, as I would like to share with you right away, is that we're supposed to be having a space shuttle launch today. Not 100% sure if that's going to occur. It is raining at the moment, so just so you are fully aware. Anyways, we normally get you started off with some feature story news. So if my computer allows me to play around today, we're going to get you started right that direction. information you never knew you cared about rated r safety show in london i'm ollie barrett hundreds of people have been arrested in hong kong and pepper pellets have been fired at protesters demonstrators gathered for the second reading by lawmakers of a controversial national anthem bill at least two people were detained for the possession of offensive weapons as patrick fock reports Two teenagers were arrested early on Wednesday morning ahead of the National Anthem Bill reading. A police Facebook post said they were carrying several petrol bombs, goggles and helmets. The force added that some roads had been blocked with rubbish to paralyse traffic. There were cars that were stopped at the Cross Harbour Tunnel also. The drivers appear to have been intentionally slowing the roads down. And reports say there were some people trying to delay train services on the underground. The National Anthem Bill bans people from insulting the March of the Volunteers. It comes a day ahead of a vote on the national security law in Beijing that's expected to prompt further unrest in Hong Kong. Patrick Falk, Beijing. 
The World Health Organization says Latin America is now the epicenter of the coronavirus pandemic, with Brazil the worst hit in that region. Health experts say the number of confirmed cases in the country could be much higher than official statistics due to a lack of testing. Local lockdowns could become part of England's test, track and trace system to deal with isolated flare-ups. Should a local spike in coronavirus infections be recognised, schools, businesses or public spaces could be closed. Stuart Smith reports from London. The Health Secretary, Matt Hancock, did not specify how or from when this would take place, but the plan is to use data from tests, workplaces and the environment to get a local picture. If a spike is detected, many different organisations, including local councils and businesses, will be involved in trying to contain it. Although the number of people in hospital with COVID-19 is steadily decreasing overall, there are clear regional differences with London and the South East seeing fewer deaths than northern regions of England. The Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, says the general test, track and trace system will be running in some capacity from the beginning of next week. Stuart Smith, London. A wave of locusts is swarming Indian farmlands, threatening crops. Government officials say the locusts have so far spread around 35,000 hectares of land in seven Indian states. Ishan Gurg reports from FSN New Delhi. Experts are asking government officials to take steps to curb the infestation in the next three days to save the summer crops. With India moving towards a hotter-than-usual summer, officials say the warm weather is aiding the locusts to spread. The federal government is providing local agricultural bodies with new equipment and insecticides to deal with the crisis. Estimates suggest that a swarm of 40 million locusts can eat food enough for 3 million people. In India's neighbouring Pakistan, the government has already declared a nationwide emergency. Ishan Garg, New Delhi. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Well, I'd rather try to be entertaining than anything else. I guess that would be the case anyways. So, like I always tell people, you know, we have to share the news, not always the greatest information to share, but it's what's going on inside of the world there. So, what's going on in your neck of the woods? How are things going? By the way, before I get too deep into this thing, let me tell you about something, something, something that we got going on this evening at 7 p.m. So, take a listen. The X Factor of Safety takes over the airways of Safety FM. So tonight at 7 p.m., Pedro Masil and the Axe Factor of Safety will be taking over the Rated R Safety Show. Yeah, the Rated R Safety Show. Anyway, so that will be taking place tonight. So you have the opportunity to take a listen to that at 7 p.m. tonight, just in case you want to do so. So you're able to stick around, hang out, do some different things there if you are able to do that. Anyways, let's continue down the path. Let's get you into the hit list because that's what you're here for. And I'm sure you want to talk about what's going on in the news. Anyway, so taking it from the very top. Here's what we got going on. Select Apple stores will open this week, allowing customers to pick up orders or get Genius Bar help. 
Regular foot traffic will not yet be open in both cases, save for some shops in San Diego, Vegas, and in Houston. So that will be taking place right away. So you do have that particular option if you're in those particular areas. Or, of course, you can always go to Apple.com if you're interested in purchasing there. What do you think? I know that here, in particular, they are doing temperature checks when it comes to it. So you have the opportunity of going out there and doing temperature checks if you go into one of the stores here in this particular market. And I don't know if that's something that you'd be interested in doing. A lot of people are hesitant about the temperature checks. And some people say that, you know, it's a good start. It is a good starting point on where to begin. So that's something to think about right away, of course. Anyways, let's continue. Americans are ready to get back to business. Consumers' confidence rose in the month of May, despite predictions that it saw it dropping a couple of points from April. It was up about 86.6, but well below the plus minus number of 100 that have been seen over the last years. A score over 100 means that consumers are more likely to spend rather than save money. So something to think about there. I don't know. How are you feeling about actually doing any kind of shopping? Are you willing to to take the risk? Are you willing to go out there and do the, the shopping deed stuff? I don't know. I am still a little bit hesitant about doing stuff for my personal life in regards of shopping, in regards of stuff that what I would need for me personally, besides, you know, the standard food, the, the shelter products, the four essentials, you know, food, transportation, shelter, and clothing. Or just for some people, it's utility, however you want to take a look at it. Um, so a couple different things to take a look at and how you want to look at it. I don't know. What do you deem important at the moment? Anyways, we are coming to you live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando right now, so you are able to listen to us at safetyfm.com or watch us on safetyfm.tv. Some people are saying that we did drop for some reason, not sure what exactly occurred. So if you are on the streamer, but it sounds like it's on the streamer on the video side, not so much on the audio side. So sorry about that. Welcome back to my to my mug, to my mug here. So enjoy it. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. So let's continue, 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 continue. Researchers have a new theory about the asteroid that killed off the dinosaurs 66 million years ago. Using the 3D simulation model, researchers believe that the giant space rock entered the atmosphere from the northeast at an angle of 40 to 60 degrees, which they call the worst possible scenario. Previously, researchers suggested that a shallow angle from the southeast, scientists believe that the asteroids was anywhere between 6.8 and 50.3 miles across. Now, this is what takes place with models. When you start working with models, of course, the model changes as time progress. Because the more data you get, the more things that you change about the model. That is why it's a model, because you're constantly learning from it. But 6.8 to 50.3 is a pretty large discrepancy on which one it is. I mean, wow. Wow. I mean, like, double wow there. Duh. Duh. As we think about that. I mean, that's pr- that's pretty large. I mean, I don't know what you think about when you, when you hear that number, because it's pretty high. Like, what are you thinking? What are you thinking when you hear this? Do you think that that's actually realistic in regards to the size? I don't know. I'm not a scientist that is looking into the asteroid field. An astrophysicist. I don't know. 
Is this stuff that you even think about sometimes? I don't know. A USA Today poll shows that 20% of teachers will not go to work this fall in case, in, if classes resume. Yeah, you heard that. And could instead resign from their post. Resign from their post. Another poll shows that it, that 60% of parents with at least one K-12 through student are likely to try homeschooling instead of sending them back to class. Another 30% says that it's very likely. So if you have children at home, what are you thinking? Is this something that you're going to do? Are you going to be willing to send your children back to school? Now, there's mixed reviews in regards of it. Now, of course, we hear that there is going to be a second wave of this thing that has been happening over the last little bit. Some people say that they're going to do things differently. Some people say that they're not. So I am not 100% sure. How comfortable do you feel in regards to sending your child back, if you do have one, to school at the moment in that particular regard? Because, you know, it's so easy to sit back here. And if it's somebody else's kid, well, some people might not deem it as important. But at the same time, too, you have to take a look at it and go, what kind of risk? Because the social distancing, especially if you have a child that's in elementary, I would imagine has to be a little bit more difficult. I don't say that it's a lot easier in in middle school um, because we could have a whole other conversation there. But who wants to go into those deep, dark secrets? But think about it. The social distancing aspect, most children will still have a hard time understanding on how that actually works in regards if they can actually interact with another child. So I don't know. Have to think about that one as we move forward. So give that some thought as we do this here on the Rated R Safety Show. Safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety Show. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. So as already discussed, the tropical storm that hit Florida is heavy rain and expected to veer north today. Georgia and North Carolina are expected to take the brunt of the wind and rain, but all eyes are on the Kennedy Space Center, SpaceX launch, and how it might affect it. I don't know. There is a lot of things. If you go right now, taking a look at the news, there's thousands of people watching that thing that they moved it to be in a vertical portion, um, ready to do the liftoff. So I don't know what is going to take place. It is raining currently. I know we still have about four hours before the launch is supposed to take place. I believe it's happening at 429 Eastern Standard Time today. So something to take a look at as we do have that conversation. Let's continue. Stocks were up on Monday as floor trading on the New York Stock Exchange reopened. Governor Andrew Cuomo was on hand to ring the opening bell. Stocks finished up by 529 points, ending just shy of the 25,000 mark, which surpassed during intra-trading during that day. So something to think about. That's good that the economy is showing some some lifts there some different things, some day traders being able to day trade. So what are you looking at? Are you in one of those scenarios that you're able to do anything related to stocks? I mean, they're saying right now we'll get some new numbers tomorrow in regards of how many people have filed for unemployment. And it seems pretty high. It's over 30 million. And where are we going to go next? And I know that I have interacted with quite a few safety professionals in regards to talking about what's happening and how this is affecting them. Some people have been furloughed, but some people have also have had their hours reduced because of the p- amount of people that they're interacting with. So I don't know. 
unless you're in one of those areas that, you know, they have reopened portions. How are you looking at it? How are you handling this? What are you doing? Are you doing a side hustle? Because that's what we'll have to call it. Are you doing anything on the side to be able to supplement income? I mean, there's so many different things that you can do. So many different ways to be able to make money, but it ha- it's almost a creative space at the moment. You have to look at it as that a lot of this stuff is virtual, and that's what you have to take a look at in regards on how you can be able to pull some of that stuff off. At least that's my, my point of view. I could be absolutely wrong on what I'm saying here, and that's just kind of a matter of opinion, as you already know this. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Well, you know that you're listening to Safety FM, but this is the Rated R Safety Show coming to you live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. Of course, safetyfm.com for more information. Anyways, yesterday when we were on and about and talking and doing all the fun stuff that we like to do, we did talk about a little thing that we started yesterday that we are looking for the next big safety podcast. So we are running a contest right now at safetyfm.com. If you go there, you can enter for the chance of becoming a broadcaster slash podcaster here on the station on the network. So what we are giving away is the opportunity to join our established network of podcast and broadcast for you to be able to play along. And of course, we're, what we're doing is we're giving you a one-year hosting service on the broadcast and the podcast platform. We are running this thing until June the 15th. And then we go from there. And I believe we're raffling it on the 20th of June. So the 15th of June is the ender. 20th of June will be the date that it's pulled. And then we'll have some decisions to make on how we want to move forward. Unfortunately, it's U.S. only currently, just so you are fully aware. And there's no surprises behind that one. So we're only doing this as a USA contest alone. So don't hold it against me. Just trying to let you know how it's actually set up at this particular moment. Anyways, two. Oops, let's. That's the wrong button. Don't press that button. So, anyways, let's move on here. Two months ago, the Swiss government banned prostitution to help stop the spread of the coronavirus. Lot to think about there. Anyways, now as the industry looks to reopen, a prostitute advocacy group is advising that they get back to work, but the limit their positioning to doggy style and reverse cowgirl and it as the advisory explains experts say that these positions are best to reduce transmitting water through water droplets that you could breathe each and allow women to face away from the gentleman's sex guest now i don't know you know this is kind of going to be one of those weird conversations i mentioned this and i only say this is because remember this is legal under the swiss government which is totally foreign as we talk about it here. So I apologize to an extent for the mix information being brought up because I know that Americans and people in the North, North America, normally look at it a little bit differently, but it's just a subject that did come up in the news. So I wanted to bring it up as we were discussing this today. So I don't know. What do you think? Do you think this is a good idea? 
Because there's a lot more things that happen, and we can get in a very, very freaking graphic conversation, and I'm sure I will catch tons of shit for talking about it. So I'd rather probably just kind of ease away for the moment and not go too dark into this one. But what are you thinking? You can tell me. By the way, as I tell you that word that you can tell me, I've been thinking about this over the last little bit and really giving it a lot of thought, and I would love to get your opinion. Because, you know, your opinion is very important for what we do here at Safety FM and on the Rated R Safety Show. How would you feel if we had a direct line into this joint? How would you feel if you could call into the shows? Shows, plural, and drop right in when we're doing them live. We would get you directly into the system. And then you and I, or you and whoever, could do a live phone call. Not a text, not a eh, hypothetical Real conversation. Drop in. Would you like that? Would that be something that would interest you? And here's the thing. We wouldn't do a phone screener. I think it could turn some of the conversations pretty interesting pretty quick. Just my opinion. What do you think? Would you like the idea? Or would you say, well, you're just totally crazy. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. So let's continue talking a little bit about SpaceX. SpaceX announced an additional 342 point, hold on, $346.2 million invested on Tuesday, bringing its valuation to $36 billion. All eyes are open on Space Launched company today as it rocket will take nasa's astronaut to the international space center the first time a private company will take humans into space as long as a tropical storm in the atlantic doesn't cause a significant delay the launch is expected to occur today as already stated at 4 30 p.m really 4 29 but that time that time's wrong um with only 60 percent favorable conditions so it'll be interesting to see how it does happen or if it does happen at all so that's something to think about as we have this discussion. I would love to see it happen. And I'm talking, I am relatively close to where this is going to happen. So I'm pretty excited. Thinking about jumping in the car and taking the ride down, not to the exact same location, but close enough where it doesn't look like a spot as I'm looking at it as we go down there. Anyways, just a thought for right now. Anyways, let's continue. Russian space agency, yeah, space agency head Dmitry, and I'm going to butcher the last name, Rogozin, is pushing for another space station after the ISS is retired. In a radio interview, he said, as the country that has always been the leader in the creation of orbital stations, Russia should immediately begin work on the creation of a new one. The statement leads to questions of whether he intends... To make the project an international collaboration as the United States leans on domestic private partners for its space efforts or the conflict could be rising international tensions in outer space. But a lot of conversations lately about outer space. The Space Force thing has me really going with a lot of weird thoughts. And I have watched a lot of weird things. And I've researched. Not Google searched. I have researched a lot of strange information about it. And some of it seems a lot of hoopla. And a lot of it, once I actually start going down the path of getting where the content is coming from, it kind of fizzles out. So I'm kind of a little bit still hesitant about it. 
um, in regards of actually talking about some of the information there. But anyways, let's get you to some of the main stories today, because I think that that's going to be important. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So a couple different things real quick. Number one, I don't know if you saw this, so I want to make sure that we talk about it. But there was something that was said on May the 27th. And here's what it is. This was one of the top news stories, according to Forbes. Close them down. Close them down. Oh, let me do this. Close them down. Trump threatens to shut down social media platforms. President Trump threatened action against social media companies one day after Twitter, for the first time, fact-checked one of his tweets on mail-in voting. So what ended up happening? So let's let's go over the, some of the key facts here. Republicans feel that the social media platforms totally silenced conservative voices. The president tweeted on Wednesday without providing evidence, adding that the companies should either be strongly regulated or shut down. On Tuesday, Twitter hit Trump with a fat check for the first time ever for tweets that the president wrote claiming that mail-in ballots are mail fraud. Get the facts about mail, mail-in ballots, the note below Trump tweeted, and it said, hours later, the president responded by accusing the company by interfering in the 2020 election, stifling freedom of speech, and using fact-checking by fake news CNN and the Amazon's Washington Post. Republicans have a long... R- Long, hold on, have long ra- rallied behind the idea that social media platforms stifle conservative free speech online through experts that say no evidence bearing out of idea Silicon Valley is working behind the scenes to deliberately limit the reach of conservatives. And I know that I normally don't like to talk a lot about politics because that kind of drives me crazy. So, I don't know. What do you think? So at 7-Eleven this morning, rep- President Trump actually tweeted this one out and said, Republicans feel that social media platform totally silences the conservatives and we will strongly regulate or close them to close them down before we can ever allow this to happen. We saw what they attempted to do and failed in 2016. We can't let a more sophisticated version of that. That was sent via tweet. Yeah, I did say that it was sent via tweet. So he complained about being on Twitter and then tweeted that out. So I don't know. Something to think about. Uh, I know it gets it gets on that weird scale, very iffy scenario, a very iffy story about even me talking about it because this is the rated R safety show. It is not the rated R political show. And believe me, there are some other people that are great and excellent at doing some of those standpoints and, you know. The accolades go to them, not to me, because I do not do political rants, because I don't really give a shit about them. We can go into a whole other long story about that, but I'm sure people would be bored half to death about me having that conversation. So let's continue, continue, continue. I found this, and I thought it was pretty interesting. And this one's called Working Remotely During during the COVID-19 Principles. And here I'm going to cover them with you. You are not working from home. You are at home during a crisis trying to work. Your personal, physical, mental, and emotional health is far more important than anything else right now. 
you should not try to compensate for lost productivity by working longer hours. You will be kind to yourself and not to judge how you are coping based on how you see others coping. You will be kind to others and not judge how they are coping based on how others are coping. That kind of repeated, it seems like. Your team's success will not be measured the same way it was when you were when things were normal. This is something out of the Canadian paper that was referencing that. I thought it was pretty interesting. I wish more of us kind of look, were able to look at it that way because I have noticed that a lot of people that are doing the remote working, a lot of people that are working quote unquote from home, feel like they have to put all these hours in. They have to put in all this extra time to make up for quote unquote the lost cause. I did not get all of this done. I did not work my normal eight to 12 hours straight. So I'm going to have to stay up later to, to get stuff done. And I don't know if that's the correct approach. I don't know if I should look at that and go, yeah, that's the way to do it. Or if I should look at it and go, no, 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 no. You have it entirely wrong on how that's being treated. So I don't know. What are you thinking as you see that or you hear that? How are If you're doing telecommuting right now, how are you handling that? Are you doing all these crazy hours? Are you doing all these crazy things to make up for quote unquote lost time? Something to think about. Anyways, I know I did not cover it, but there's been a lot of information circulating about a gentleman that was, well, I guess detained and killed over the weekend and has been making all the news cycles. So have you seen the information? What do you think about what's going on there? A lot of people are looking at it as police brutality because, of course, the gentleman was killed. I do not have enough information to make an intellectual comment about it right now. But some of our friends would always like to comment on everything going on. Hi, this is Jeff Feiger. Seems like every day police brutality leads the evening news and it just won't go away. Why? Because the powers that be seem to think that if an officer is scared, they have the right to use force, even deadly force. Well, guess what? They don't. Let's be clear. It's not the job of our police to punish the people they arrest. If you've suffered at the hands of the police, call me and I'll protect your rights. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Hey, I just share the information that I shared with me to share with you, because that's how some of these things go. So don't take it with, don't take it against me. I'm just sharing, man. You know, you know how this goes. You know how this world goes over here. I just disseminate the information that is shared with me. So I share it with you. Anyways, did you, so I know some people keep, I, we talked about it for a very brief moment yesterday to start cutting out some of the celebrity news. Right away, I was told no. So let me tell you, 
Jennifer Lopez is heartbroken over the fact that she had to postpone her wedding due to the COVID-19 pandemic. The 50-year-old who appeared on the Today Show on Tuesday said it is unlikely that she will be saying I do to fiancé Alex Rodriguez, 44, this year. As of now, the couple has no idea when the wedding will take place. I don't feel very inspired by that story. I don't know. I, I know I'm supposed to share it. <laughs> so there you go. It is shared officially. Anyways, no winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing. Tonight's drawing will be $414 million jackpot or a $91.6 million cash payout. Anyways, before I forget, David Michaels is what I believe the gentleman's name was. It was on Todd Conklin's show earlier last week. He used to be the gentleman who was in charge of OSHA under the Obama administration. Now, the funny part was I was flipping through the channels last night, looking at the different news cycles, and Rachel Maddow had him on the MSNBC show that she hosts last night. So I thought it was pretty cool to actually have him on Todd's podcast and then in turn see him on Rachel Maddow. And he had some information to share there. So I'd recommend that if you have not taken a listen to the pre-accident investigation where Todd interviewed him, take a listen to that. And then, of course, take a look at the Rachel Maddow interview that was had taken place last night. So some interesting things out of those two facts there. Uh, da, 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 da. Um, some other news just for the sake of bringing it up. Chris Evans, yeah, you know, Captain America almost turned down the role of Captain America. Evans said to the Hollywood Reporter podcast, awards chatter, that around the time the Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer, premiered in 2007, he started suffering from severe anxiety and began having panic attacks. He said that they got so bad that he that he contemplated no longer acting. Think about that. Not something that you would expect there. When he was asked to sign... To play as Steve Rogers, a.k.a. Captain America, he turned down multiple opportunities to test for it. When it was offered to him outright, he contacted Robert Downey Jr. to chat about his concerns. He told the podcast it was the best decision I've ever made, and I really owe that to Marvel's chief, Kevin for the beginning to be persistent in helping me avoid making a giant mistake. To be honest, all the things that I was fearing never really came to fruition. He went on to play Captain America in 11, 11 Avenger films. So look at that. So something to think about, you know, a lot of times we have these conversations and talk about mental health. And it happens to more and more people. And I think that it's great that Chris Evans went ahead and decided to have the conversation in public about this. Because most people would not do that. So it's something that you have to admire that he, was do that, that he would do that. So let's talk about that real quick. If you are suffering from any kind of mental issue at the moment, if you are running into signs of depression, if you are running into potential issues where you are having thoughts of self-harm, you can call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. You can reach them at 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255 or 1-800-273-TALK, whichever one's easier to remember. You can also go to the suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Also, there's another 
one that's available that you can go to to right love on her arms and they will actually try to set you up with anything in the local area that might be able to assist you i don't know if you heard about this one but michael moore and jeff gibbs controversial documentary planet of the humans has been yanked from youtube the pair told deadline that the move was uh blanketed act of censorship according to the outlet the film which was which had racked up 8.3 million views in the last month was taken down after copyright claim was made against over the four seconds four seconds of footage while it is unclear who submitted the copyright violation gibbs said that they are working with youtube to resolve the issue and have the film back up as soon as possible you know a lot of people don't believe that and I normally try to tell a lot of the people that are here on our little side of the planet that when you're using copyrighted material, if somebody puts an infringement in there, they will pull down whatever that file is, regardless of the platform that you put it on, or they'll demonetize it, depending on you know which way they decide to go about it. So something to think about, just bringing that up. Anyways, let's continue, continue, continue. Eminem released his cell phone number to legions of fans who refer to themselves as stands after his 2000, 2000 hit single, inviting them to text him. Em wrote, text me, I'll hit you back on Instagram and Twitter, both of which quickly went viral. FYI, his number is 313-666-7440. That's 313-666-7440. As of Tuesday morning, his voicemail box is full. So, yeah. Eminem, Marshall Mathers, you can reach out to him and give him a text. Maybe he'll hit you back in just a chat. You know, his biggest fan, Mr. Stan. Anyways, let's continue. Let's talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate today. Taking it from the very, very top, National Cellophane Tape Day. National Great Popsicle Day. National Senior Health and Fitness Day. Those are some interesting days to celebrate for sure. Just something to think about as we move forward. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Like I said, tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern time, we will have a live chat with Pedro Vasile as he takes over with the X Factor of Safety, taking over Safety FM. I will be interviewed by Pedro myself, first thing, and then we're going to go into some sequencing of some things that he would like to share with you. He will be taking over the radio station for... I believe it's 7 to midnight is what we have scheduled at the moment. But take a look around, take a listen, see what we have going on. Now, he will be on the radio station version only, so I want to make sure that I bring that up. So if you do get a chance to come by safetyfm.com this evening or safetyfm.live, we're also available on the different apps. Make sure that you kind of hang out with us today. Take a listen to what's going on. This is, believe it or not, already episode 138 of the show. I can't believe that we have already made it this far on the Rated R Safety Show. Anyways, always thank you for being the best part of Safety FM, and that is the listener, also known as the Safety FMers. So I really do appreciate everything that you guys do day in and day out. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. 
No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.